and welcome back to the Focus Target Podcast, episode 82, season 3. I am your host, Smiley. With me, as always, are Shy and Van. What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, Howdy. Howdy. Another fine podcasting day. Glad to have you all with us. Uh, we are streaming this currently live on Twitch, so if you're watching us live, that's awesome. Um, Van is our keeper of the chat today, I think, or is it Shy? Who's, who's keeping an eye on shy. the chat? It's me. It's me. Keep an eye on the chat, so if we get any comments, we'll try to address that as we go. Um, but uh, otherwise, we're going to roll this out as normal, and uh, you, you know we'll have it on, on YouTube, and, and we'll have all our contact information later. So uh, today, we're going to talk about the Nintendo consoles. Um, we're gonna, we, you know, we've kind of talked a lot about the Switch in specific, but we're going to kind of broaden our horizon, talk about kind of the history of our experience with Nintendo, and maybe a look towards the future. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we have a question of the day. Last week, we talked about um, streaming and uh, kind of our our experience with it, our getting into streaming. And, you know, one of the questions I was thinking about was, you know, we just started streaming fairly recently, but obviously we've been playing video games kind of our whole lives. So, you know, what game that you've played in the past on any system or, or any time in the past, whether it was recently or, or long ago, do you wish that you could have been on stream for to share with the world i'm gonna say that uh let's not count final fantasy 11 on this because i feel like that would be a, a really easy answer since we all have some great memories from that game um just to get some diverse diversity on the on the stream so let me start today with van i'm gonna go with wings of the goddess <laughs> clever mm. <laughs> rise of the zillard um so it I wish I could have streamed back in the day. I don't even know if the internet was invented yet. Of course it was because I was playing multiplayer. But Battlefield 3, just because I have some awesome freaking memories of like me and the friends all playing Battlefield 3 with some really awesome events happening with, you know, jets flying by and us <clears throat> basically doing some pretty cool ponage on Tanoobs, as it were. And um, it just seems like that would be a lot of fun. What I'm excited about is Battlefield 6, since now we are streaming, and how everything will be up to, you know, hopefully production up to snuff, that where I can fulfill my long, you know, my lifetime dream of streaming Battlefield 3, but in the Battlefield 6 series. So I'm going to get everything I ever asked for, and I'm hoping it'll be exactly what I expect. So really, you just need Battlefield 6 to not let you down. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) That's all. Fingers crossed. That's an EA game. Quit your, Quit your job, job and become a professional, professional Battlefield, Battlefield 6, 6 streamer. streamer. Ooh, I like it. What that about you, Sky? What, uh, what game do you wish you had an opportunity to stream? Now Shop that, uh, <laughs> now that the, 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 the time has passed. Well, let, well, me, let ask me ask you this, this question. question. Is, is it cheating, cheating to talk about, about a game, game that, that what, I've played, played a lot in the past, past but, but is going, going to be released, released again, again on modern, modern consoles? consoles? So no, it's both one that, that I wish that I had, but that I will, for sure. Yeah, kind of where, like, where, where could you possibly be going with this? I don't know. <laughs> um, I just so, want to hear how you pronounce it this time. Ninja Gaiden. Um, <laughs> so it changes every time he talks about well, it. I'm going to try, try to stick with Ninja Gaiden for the future. For the future. For I, believe is, I believe that is the canonical pronunciation. I mean, I didn't call you out on Rise the Xylark, but, you know, whatever. Um, so, so back, back in college, in college I, played I played a ton of Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden 
when it was remade for Xbox. And I was super pumped when it was the Master Collection was announced for the Nintendo Switch. And then oddly enough, though I was going to get it on the Nintendo Switch, now I have a PS5 and it's going to be coming out for PS4. And supposedly it will play at 4K 60fps on the modern consoles. So wow. I believe, I believe the plan now is, is to get, get it for PS4, play it on the PS5, PS5 and stream it from there. there. So, so um, makes more sense. I think it'd probably be. You you have to think the PS4 visuals will be better. Yes. Yes. So, yes. yes. And a bigger and screen. screen. Um, since yes. I have oh, yeah, the Switch Lite. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. I think uh, uh, and I'm hoping, hoping kind of. of that that, that will actually be somewhat of a niche title on Twitch. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's actually going to be pretty popular. I know there's a lot of people that are excited about it being re-released. Because that's one thing is none of the Ninja Gaidens have been available on modern consoles, the remakes, at least. Um, unless you had PlayStation Now. So, yeah. I wish that had been streamable, but then I'm excited it will be. I agree with Van. I think what we should do is we should, for the stream, we should put a little scoreboard up. Was I saying Gaiden? Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden, and we can keep track and see who wins at the end of each episode. I want to say Gaiden. Gaiden. I should just, I should just stick with it because that's, that's my default. default. But then I feel shamed into it. I, 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 think I say Kraken. Gaiden. Gaiden. I say Kraken. Everybody knows that's wrong. Everybody tells me it's wrong. I, I don't. You got sometimes you just got to own it and say say. Yeah. I like to say it the way I say it. You know. Like cl- cloud. cloud, I mean cloud. Titus, Titus, another one. Titus, that's another. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Aries, Aerith. Well, I guess that's just more well, culturally. That's Aries. Not. Well, that one's actually. I mean, that's somewhat legitimate, right? Because right. The, the PlayStation version, they didn't. They called it. They localized it to Aries with an uh, S. Right. The Japanese version was with a TH, I guess. Which I don't know how that works because TH isn't. Uh, like isn't a letter combination in Japanese, so like I don't know. I, I'm I'm guessing it's erisu, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to look at how you spell it in Japanese to know how I would pronounce that. But that's neither here nor there. But they changed it later, right, on subsequent releases and where Aerith appears in other things. It's always with the th, which is I think the canonical spelling. So there's at least legitimate reason for people to to argue about that. Uh, my answer to this question is I actually was. It was funny because I had forgotten what the question of the day was, and I found myself the other night thinking, man, I wish I had been able to stream this before. And then I realized that was the question of the day, so I was like, man, I guess I answered the question of the day for myself automatically without even meaning to. And that is um, Duels of the Planeswalkers 2013. So I, uh, a little while back, you know, I I played Duels of the Planeswalkers um, 2013 excessively, excessively on on my uh when when it came out and i played a lot against the the actual people because it had a cool multiplayer uh you know matchmaking and everything and i and what i used to do is i would keep track of my wins and losses against people playing different decks um and then a number of years ago probably like what was it van 2018 2019 a couple a little while back we actually talked about it and got back into it and and started booting it back up. And I loved 2013 because it had like really fun decks, decks that were really enjoyable to play a lot more so than even the subsequent versions, but nobody's really playing anymore. Like the servers are still available, but there's nobody ever, you know, I can sit out there for an hour and with the game open and nobody will ever join. So because of that, I decided 
to keep myself entertained because I always need to have a metagame to play every deck against every deck in a best of three series and keep track of my results to really kind of see which decks at least do I do the best with or have I had the best results with, which one's giving me the most trouble when piloted by the AI, whatever. Well, there's 21 decks in in the um, in the game. So 21 times 21 is 461. So that means to play each deck against each other three times, it's 1,323 matches. And so I've been working on that slowly but surely. I mean, it's kind of a lifetime goal to get through. So there's no real rush. Uh, but I've already played 490 of those matches. And I was thinking the other day, like, man, I wish I would have been around to stream it from the beginning so people could have followed the progress. I don't know who would want to do th- such a thing. Um, <laughs> probably nobody. <laughs> but yeah. But you never know. I mean, that's why you stream. You never know you what weird know. people get into, you know, like so. So I might still, you know, maybe when I'm when I'm playing a little bit, I'll, I'll pull up my spreadsheet and show it to people. And but, you know, it's sad that people couldn't have been there from the beginning if if they had wanted to, um, because I'm already almost 500 games in. So. That's that is my choice. That's Honorable a- mention probably would have gone to. Um, sorry, go ahead. You have something I say it's quite an undertaking. Yeah, but like I said, it's nice to have long-term goals, and it keeps me coming back to that game. Which, whenever I'm in the mood for some magic, it's nice oh. to to have a something. Yeah, I want to change my answer. What's that? <clears throat> I want to change it to Minecraft when you and I were building our castle. Oh, oh that would have been fun. That would, that have, would have been, been great. Yeah. Our castle on our Minecraft server is really something that every time I log in, I'm impressed by it. I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, man, we really like. I'm always like, we built this. We built this from the ground up. Every brick. stone we laid was yep. hand mined. Not creative like mode. Not creative. Survival. Yeah. And yeah, we put a lot of planning into that. Yeah, that would have been awesome for people to be able to go back and, and see the the planning that we made. We made maps. We looked at the terrain. We terraformed. We put put a lot into that. Um, Our initials we're still, are still in the in the base or in the the base are. layer of that castle. <laughs> and it's still being worked on. Uh, my understanding yep. is there are animals still being cared for. By Van's children, Careful we passed on our kind of our legacy funny. to the next generation, and uh, you know somebody might have started a new project as well in the castle. Hmm. So keep your eyes open for that. Arius, friend of no, the me. podcast. I know, I'm just no. kidding. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Arius has been on in a while. But... I thought it was gonna be a Raichi project. Or, Arius, yeah, or the cool thing about our Minecraft server is that there's all kinds of just relics out there that people have built that uh, just wait to be found. Like you just, you just start walking and you come across some magnificent palace that Aureus built or that Ray built or something. And you're like, when, when did this show up? Oh, a shout out to a friend of the podcast Z for hosting that privately the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a good guy. We'll we'll get him on here one day, maybe allegedly. Um, All right. Well, please look forward to it. Yes. Please look forward to it. If you have a, game or a something an event that you wish you would have streamed and never got never had the chance because streaming wasn't a thing back when you were playing let us know we'd love to hear you know what your ideas for this or what things you wish we would have streamed or alternatively even though it wasn't the question of the day if there are games that you would like us to stream uh you know throw it out there i mean maybe between the three of us one of us would have an interest in in doing so so i think a lot of us are open to, to those kind of ideas so we'll have our contact information at the end of the show and it's time to turn on the Nintendo consoles. Let's push the power button and get into it, gentlemen. 
Um, so let's start with cartridge first. You might have to blow in the cartridge. It really depends what your first Nintendo console was. That's a great segue. So let's start with you, Van, since you're so eager to to get the your cartridge blowing on. Let's uh <laughs> you know, in did you did you have the original Nintendo? What was I your did. first Nintendo console? Yeah, my neighbor. How old had were it. you when you got it? <clears throat> um eight maybe seven i don't remember i was really young maybe even younger than that um but yeah so because it came out in what 82 or three no 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 nintendo the original the original nintendo i think state size in 89 or 90 no it wasn't that late was it yeah it was i can't remember if it was 89 or 90 let me see maybe maybe you're right then because either way i felt like i was eight no, yeah, 83, July 15, 1983. Oh, in Japan only. So then, yeah, stateside would have been later. Anyway, I remember being roughly eight, I guess, or six, seven, eight, something like that. I was a youngster. I was a young chap, as it were. Um, and Gosh, I got the Nintendo. Right. Why did I think it was 89? You're right, Ni- October 1985. Okay, yeah, so 85. Yeah, so it came out in 85. Um, I was born a few years earlier than that, but we did not own the console until a couple years after it was released. So yeah, that would have put me like around six years old or so. So my neighbor had it about a year or two before me, and I would go over there almost all the time just to play. It was really cool. I grew up, fortunately, next to um, an individual who had two kids who were my brother and my age, and they were both boys also. So we just instantly became like best friends. So I would always go over there and play video games with them and all that stuff. And they had a Nintendo NES, um, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. And, you know, with Duck Hunt and all the gun and everything like that. And I would go over there and play for the longest time. And then finally, we got one, I think, a couple years after they got theirs. So I did have one. Yeah. What about you, Shy? Did you have, what was your first Nintendo console? Not the original Nintendo. Uh, my, one of my mom's friends used to babysit. My sister and I had a, her son had gone off to the military and, but he still had his like stuff in the basement and he had left his NES. So like when we would go over there, which was frequently several times a week, she would like watch us. My mom was doing stuff. My dad was busy. Um, so I would like get to spend a couple hours downstairs on his NES playing his games, um, which were so hard. I don't know. It was so brutal. And yet I kept going They're back. They're still hard. Um, like yeah. Spy Hunter? Did you guys ever play the original Spy Hunter? Yeah. I was so bad at Spy that game. I don't know that I ever got more yes. than like three to five minutes into the game, but I just yeah. kept loading it up and like trying again. And I don't know why I did that, but you know there was a way a single Nintendo game. What's <laughs> younger? There was a way to glitch in Spy Hunter. I don't uh, remember how you did it. I've tried to do it since, but I remember when we played. Like, there's a way to like get your car off over like the side of the road and like mm-hmm. drive just and so like you can just kind of cruise. I don't remember how we ever did that, though. <laughs> but yeah, the game was brutal. So a lot of those NES games were brutal. I was like seven or eight around that age, or when I was about ten. When did do you guys know when the SNES came out? State state side ninety one. Ninety one. September ninety one. This would line up. So I was I was born in eighty five. So when I was about ten, so about like ninety five ish, probably ninety four, ninety five. I was able to convince my mom to let me buy an SNES. So I'd gotten like some money for Christmas. Oh, so I'd wow. saved up some money from working or something like that, and so like I got i bought an snes and uh had like this list of rules i'd come up with like a time limit and all this stuff because my mom was definitely against like playing video games she was not a fan i think that's probably pretty standard for moms um but and yeah so it was snes was my first my first console i ever owned mine was also uh the regular nintendo the nes i remember i still like i don't know how old i was now i I thought it came out later but i must have been younger i remember i went to my second cousin's Gregory's house 
in New Jersey and like they had such a bomb house like they had a pool and like it was awesome and like I I always had fond memories going over there uh we didn't get to go very much it was just when we'd visit for the summer and I remember the first time playing Super Mario Brothers on his on like a TV they had with him and like like I wasn't even playing I was watching him play and like I I just it's what it's just crazy the things that you remember um and how cool that was and then you know I was I think I was able to get mine. I, I don't know how old I was. I was probably, I was probably five or six at the time. Um, and then, so then I got yeah, I my just, own. What? No, go ahead. I was just, I, then own? I got my own a, a, a couple of years later or at some point in the future later. Um, and I remember I had Super Mario Brothers and, with Duck Hunt. And then yeah. shortly after I got um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and DuckTales. And those were the kind of games I played. Like I played platformers. And then I remember one Christmas, one fateful Christmas, my stepdad was gifted a game, uh, just some random game by his aunt, who she's like, I heard you had a Nintendo. I thought you might like this one. And its title was called Final Fantasy. And that gift change obviously put my life on a different direction. You know, <laughs> when I think of, of the... Um the effect it had on me and like, like it's what got kind of got me into fantasy that and, and, and the Hobbit when I was a kid. So what games did you have? What did your uh, neighbors have van that you used to play? Like what are the first games you remember playing? <clears throat> it's funny. I was looking it up to try to remember the titles, um, but did, so the Nintendo, did it release with the gun and two cartridges? Or I, I think Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers was a single cartridge. It was, it was a single cartridge. It? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Correct. Damn, it was a dual cartridge. So long ago. I should go grab um, it Yeah, so I mean, clearly that game, I remember a couple other games, just, I, I remember them visually, but I don't know what the titles were. I just remember being a kid, playing them, and, and what they looked like on screen, which is probably now what we learn about memory, completely wrong of what it actually was, but regardless, it's pretty cool. What's What's fascinating is, I just remember being absolutely fascinated that, like, my inputs on this physical controller was manipulating what was on a TV screen. And I was like, I was just blown away with that. And then the the gun too, uh, I was like, wait, how is this reacting to where I'm pointing on the screen? Like that doesn't make any sense. How is it getting this photo receptor to know which area I'm pointing at and all this? I was just absolutely blown away. Do you know how that that actually works? Uh -uh. The way that it did it was it used the, the, the gun to shoot like like a beam of light basically and when you push the trigger it made the entire screen black just for like a a split second and only illuminated where it was pointing and then if the duck was the hitbox for the duck was there or the clay pigeon if you're doing clay pigeon shooting it would count it and otherwise it wouldn't which pretty pretty clever stuff super clever especially back then i mean yeah video video games were just being developed before that it was what atari so this is just amazing and what's even more crazy to think about is we were playing on like a 20 inch screen, maybe a, maybe a big <laughs> no, screen, 24 no, inch. No, I yeah. was not. I was not playing on it. I had a screen that was like this big. It was like a little poster. It was black oh, and man. white. Like, no, no, I can't even think how small my neighbor's was. house. Like, <laughs> yeah, you were huddled. playing on it. Yeah, all of us are sitting down, huddled around the screen, like oh, maybe two God. feet away from it. And all yeah. just handing controllers back to to each one another side by side. It was just some. It was man. It was so a crazy era. Did either of you? Awesome. We all met in Final Fantasy Eleven, obviously. Like, did either of you guys play 
the original Final Fantasy as a kid on the Nintendo? No. So you came. My what first was, one was seven, I think. Was, oh, seven. Okay. And it was on yours, PC. Shy years was what? Ten. Ten in high school. Like I, I had not. I that's crazy. Seen the game before, but I didn't know what it was about at all. Um, like I didn't know anything about Final Fantasy. Like I would have been totally about it, like the earlier ones. But yeah, I did seven, and then eight and nine were on console, uh, playstations. They were, they were all PlayStation then, One. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and then ten, eleven, 10 and so PC. on. Here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. My uh, well, the game, the games yeah. I had on Super Nintendo were uh, oh, yeah. Donkey Kong Country was one of the first ones I ever got. So good, and oh man, that game was very formative in like my gaming years. Just the music, yes. the art style. Um, so it was good. just just cha- like the challenge day, it had. Like it was challenging. Yeah. It was fun. Um, I, I always <laughs> thought that the uh, on the fourth the fourth area where it's like you get to like the the mountains and it's snowy, hmm. like. One of the things that always I just found so amazing was how in that first stage, the snowstorm like rolls in. Hmm. Like if you replay that stage and watch like at the beginning, it's actually completely clear. And then as you progress through the stage, you can see in the distance, the clouds start getting darker and then it's snowing in the, on the horizon. And then the snow is like right behind you. And then it's snowing in, and then it's like a freaking blizzard. And it's like you watch the snow hmm. come in as you're playing the level. Like I never really would have noticed it playing, but I had a friend who we used to alternate and take turns. And when I was watching it, I was like, that is so dope that like the storm, like, like little things like that, like Donkey Kong country was so amazing. Dude, I'm going through like these top one hundreds and I'm like, it's just nostalgia. Like <laughs> it's insane. Like I, I, I had, I mean, I played almost all of these games. This is, this is incredible. One of, I mean, one of remember Cobra triangle. That game was amazing. I never played that. In this little boat online on, on on water. Okay, so I guess you didn't think it was that amazing. Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble. I mean Link, of course, both links. And then I remember I if correct me if I'm wrong, I think Mario Brothers 3 debuted in The Wizard. Right? The movie The oh, Wizard? I don't know if it Because they have a Mario Brothers 3 competition. They do. And they I think that was do. a first I think if I remember correctly, I think that was a first look at Mario Brothers 3, and then everybody was, like, all super hyped or, or whatnot for it. Or at least that's where I saw it first. But I remember that game just being amazing. So, yeah, man, the, there, there was a... Man, a lot happened. I remember one of my favorite games on the NES was um, Micro Machines. And it had a gold mm-hmm. cartridge, um, kind of like Link did. And that's the only reason why I remember it so much. But I just remember that game being so freaking fun. It was like a top-down Micro Machines game that you can that you can play, so... So Van, you were actually right. I just looked it up, and so the Wizard was the North American debut of of uh, Super Mario Bros. Three. In fact, the game itself didn't release for about three months um, after the Wizard came out as a movie. And apparently, there's some gaffes too that, like the when the announcers commentating on the gameplay he's like he calls world one three world two and like there's a bunch of stuff that he actually gets wrong which is pretty funny um yeah which they're probably just like oh just make it up it doesn't matter nobody's gonna right. know the game's not even out yet <laughs> yeah this movie, nobody's gonna remember this movie in a year from now and here we are here we are <laughs> 20 years later talking about it oh wait hold on sorry 30 oh boy 30 years later talking Feel, about feeling old today <laughs> i remember the scene um in the wizard i know this isn't a wizard podcast but we should do that one day where he was using the power glove too during um what game was that 
Oh, I can't remember what racing thing game that was. Uh, he was using it during a racing game. Yeah, I I saw I saw that. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Probably more recently than you guys, though. I, Sarah made me watch it at one point because she's like, "You haven't seen that?" I was like, "No," and uh, I was like, "Well," she's like, "I can't." She couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, which I couldn't believe it. Either. No, I don't know. It's I just one of the movies it. I never saw. Yeah, you'd think I would have. Um, being so into Nintendo games, well, let's talk a little bit about favorites. So we talked about our first consoles. What about your favorite consoles? What of of all the Nintendo? So we've got the regular Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the N sixty four, the GameCube, the Wii, the Wii U, and the Switch. And You're then include- we got the handhold. Yeah, we handhelds. got the Game Boy, <clears throat> Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Game Boy SP, Game Boy, you know, Super Game Boy DS, three DS. 3D. Yes. So which of, which of those GBA. Uh, would you say was your favorite? I'm going to start with uh, Shy this time. Well, I've only, so I don't, I don't know. I feel like we should stay away from handhelds, but that maybe just be, maybe that's too yeah. strict. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've only owned well, three I, Nintendo consoles ever, and handhelds. that was the original Game Boy. I owned the Super Nintendo, and I've owned a Switch. So I want to know what you have against handhelds. It just, it just feels like it's too many options. So, uh, I would say out of those, my favorite was probably the Super Nintendo. Like, I like the Switch. It's a cool system. But, I mean, Super Nintendo was just, like, at the age I had it. And just, like, the games I played on it. That's when I first played Super Mario RPG, which I still consider one of my favorite RPGs, RPGs of all time. Um, so, I just uh, I just love uh, love the Super Nintendo. What about you, Van? Um, this is hard because there's so many good systems. Like, between SNES and n64 and all that fun stuff um so the reason i was so adamant about not going not not why you didn't want to include handhelds is because mine is actually handheld and it's the game boy color so i wanted to go with the game boy original just to give it some you know it's it's credit that it deserves being the first handheld for game boy but i gotta go with the game boy color um and it's so I, cool when that came out so good yeah and i liked how it colorized other games maybe that term yeah. loosely but yeah. you could apply like a, a color to any of the games. So it's no longer gray and black or white, light, light gray and black shades or whatnot. It was, or shades, shades of green of and black, even if you're talking yeah, about the other shades one. of green. <laughs> so, um, but it colorized like your other games too. And I remember playing like Pokemon on that um, and just being like, like floored. I, I think that's one of the reasons why it's my favorite consoles because Pokemon Red is one of my favorite games ever. And I played the crap out of that on my Game Boy Color. I remember that on Game Boy Color too, how different it looked and how cool it looked, like how yeah. sharp the graphics were, like when the Pokemon's like sliding across the screen, yeah. and you're like, oh, like it yeah. just looked good. It just looked yeah. good. Yeah, it really did. Well, we know so I, I shy. I remember. Oh, go ahead. I remember in the evenings when you're trying to play and you're using like the car headlights behind you because there was no like backlight. <laughs> no backlight. <laughs> yeah. Playing in the dark was not really a thing. You kids, you kids don't know at all what it was like to try to be a gamer back then. <laughs> well, we know why Shy picked the Super Nintendo because the only two other systems he held were handhelds, and he didn't count those because the Switch is a handheld too, especially Shy's version. So, well, let me ask you this: and this is, uh, do you guys remember? Did the Game Boy Color come out before the Game Gear, or did the Game Gear come out no, before Game the Game Boy Gear Color? Was first. And I had a Game Gear was first. I had a, a like a used Game Gear, so I think that's why maybe I wasn't as impressed by the Game Boy Color, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Game Gear was light years ahead of the original Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, was it like two hundred fifty six colors or something like that. It too. Was really, that was a yeah. beautiful. That was a cool, cool yeah. console. It was a, a cool. It that. was a very cool concept. Yeah. What um, what's that? That Nintendo console we always make fun of. 
the, the red lines the virtual stuck. boy the virtual boy that's, that's the one <laughs> uh, you kind of look like you're in a virtual boy with, with that focus target uh we'll never background. be it like, does you look like, like you, you like kind of look like you're in a like virtual boy game also <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it's probably been said on the podcast before my favorites, the Super Nintendo. I uh, am a fervent believer that the Super Nintendo was actually the height of video game creation in, in, in my lifetime. Um, I think the games were popular enough that really great games were being made and coming out and were available, but it was not quite as commercialized yet. It was kind of, that was the transition where then after the Super Nintendo, Sony gets involved in the PlayStation and the Xbox and it and became a lot more mainstream. Like before that, it was still, there's still a lot of games being made as passion project. I think there's a lot more artistic freedom and the competition between Sega and Nintendo really drove both companies to really be producing the very best they could because at that time, video games were not popular enough for people to really have both. Like most most people, if you want a PlayStation and an Xbox, you can have both. It's not uncommon for people today to have multiple consoles. But back in the Super Nintendo era, that you were really, unless you were really wealthy, like as a kid, it was hard to get your parents to to cash in on both a Sega and a, a Super Nintendo, at least in my experience. Like all my friends, they had one or the other. You didn't have both. Like I know anybody who had both. Uh, and so I think that competition really drove it up. And just as an RPG fan, just the RPGs on the Super Nintendo, like you can see them on the wall behind me. They're just, and not just the RPGs. Like it wasn't like there were the great, some of the greatest RPGs came out, but also so many other cool games of all kinds of all shades and, and shapes. So Super Nintendo is where it was at for me. Um, what would you say then? Let's talk about Nintendo games specifically and let's stick to the first party games not the final fantasies and the stuff like that but like when we think of the the nintendo flagship games which ones did you like what really draw drew you to nintendo games i know van or uh, shy already mentioned the donkey kong series which is obviously a good one but like what else what else is out there um let's start with van this time like around all consoles yeah just or, like when when like what what gets you what when when you're thinking like about Golden buying Eye. an okay let's see you, okay fair enough is that what you're saying or what, no what like i was nintendo saying like exclusives when you, or when you buy a nintendo console what is the series that gets you excited about like got it okay you know so what like i mean like, is it the, is it the new mario, mario game or world you know? pokemon yeah there's a lot of kind of nintendo yeah. Maybe not Nintendo exclusive necessarily, but right. things that you can't generally get on PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, or so Sega. Pokemon series certainly, right. which you mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah, huge, and and they're coming out with two new. Well, they're coming out with a remastered Pokemon game, the Pearl and Diamond series remastered for the Nintendo Switch, and they're coming out with a standalone too. So yeah. it's going to be pretty interesting, like an open world exploratory. Yeah, it kind of looked like a Breath of Pokemon the Wild, game. almost. A Breath yeah, of the Wild it did. Pokemon, with Pokemon. So I'm really excited about that. So the Pokemon series, um, Super Mario series, I mean, they, they just never do anything wrong because there's so much tied to that brand. Um, and I think they just do it really well. So It's well documented on this podcast that you're a big fan of the Animal Crossing Switch game. Were you an Animal Crossing fan prior to that or was that no, the first Animal prior Crossing Prior to had? Animal Crossing Switch, I had not played any Animal okay. Crossing. So that before. was not a... Yeah, I no. mean, that would be a series. Harvest Moon would be another good one, though. Yeah. What about you, Shy? 
I mean, Donkey Kong was definitely one that I liked back in the day. Um, I haven't played a mo- much of a modern Donkey Kong. I played a little bit of the Tropical Freeze on the Switch, which was which was oh, cool. Yeah. But uh, oh, I think we played that together it, at uh, Tenkin's house, right? Yeah, I think it reminded me just how brutal that game was. And apparently, <laughs> I think when I was a kid, I had more patience for it. Maybe I don't know. Um, but I think a more modern game, and I don't know if it'd be considered a flagship yet, but I think it is gaining popularity, and it is a series right now that you can only find on Nintendo consoles. Is the Xenoblade Chronicles series? Like that's actually. Mm. I think uh, um, one big draw on my current switch is the fact that, like, you know, you can't you can't find Xenoblade Chronicles or Chronicles Two or even um, what was the one they just brought back? I guess it's Xenoblade Chronicles and yeah, I guess it's just the two of them right now. But uh, but those are both um, Nintendo only, and it'd be interesting to see if they do a, a third one or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I never really played any of the. I've, I've never played a Zelda game except for a little bit of Breath of the Wild. So I never played any of the classic Zelda games. Um, and then. Uh, I've never played really much any of the 3D Mario games. I played some of the side, you know, the older ones like Mario World 2 or 3. Um, so I not really have like a big attachment to any of those any of those series. And Kirby probably isn't considered like a flagship series anymore. But yeah, I think it is. I had Kirby All-Stars yeah. on Super Nintendo. On the, and that more was, popular on the handhelds, I think. That, yeah. game, that game was a ton of fun. Um, have you ever played Kirby's Dream Course? No. That game was dope. Dude, I Kirby Miniature this. Golf. Legend of Zelda, right? I mean, Zelda's a freaking Nintendo exclusive. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I would say for me that um, Zelda's definitely a big one. I I kind of I was more of a fan of the older Zeldas, the original, and yeah, think to the past. Um, yeah. I played I played um, Ocarina of Time, and I know that's a lot of people's very favorite. I didn't yeah. love the 3D zelda experience so much and i kind of you know i played a little bit of majora's mask i didn't get into that and then i kind of passed on a lot of the ones in between i never played uh you know what was a wind waker or um twilight oh God, princess or any four of swords wind waker yeah like four similar. swords was like four swords was kind of cool that was a that was on the handheld some of the yeah. handheld ones i still liked because those are kind of linked to the past style um but then breath of the wild was such an incredible game that kind of got me back into it. Like that was really a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm excited for the new, that Twilight Princess remake that they're, that they're working on. Um, it's weird. That'll be interesting. To say like Super Mario as a brand, because there's so many different games within the Mario. Off, offshoots, like yeah. different, like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, you have like the Mario Party series, right? Which in and of itself, that was the only thing you knew about Mario was fantastic. And then you have the carts series. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just Mario Kart and everything. I mean, there's just so much there. Yeah. Smash Mario Brothers is yeah. kind of a Mar- I don't know if that's maybe it's not really absolutely. just Mario, no, but I mean Mario's yeah. kind of the headline of that. It is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also like that's like all the flagships together, yeah. right? In, in a way. <laughs> and then obviously now some third party stuff coming in too. But um, I still think that most people would still consider that Mar- like Mario's always like kind of the featured character i mean it's super mario smash brothers right so i mean his name is in or is it not super, is it super smash, smash brothers, brothers? That's, that's what i was wondering that's what i was wondering Mario's yeah. not the name. So. all right uh you know another one i'll throw out there is um and it's kind of along the same lines is the metroid series i love mm. the original metroid i'm definitely going to do a playthrough of that on my retro gaming corner uh um, justin bailey yeah but not with the justin bailey code because that makes it too easy um <laughs> that's the reward you get for playing the game well you get to see the see your justin bailey um but the 
you know, I liked a lot of the handheld ones. I thought like Metroid Fusion was really cool for the Game Boy Advance. But again, like once you got into like Metroid Prime where it became like a full-on 3D shooter, then that's kind of where you lost me. I wasn't as into that. So like the new the new offerings from you know on the horizon for Metroid are more in the in the Metroid Prime lineage as, as far as I understand it. All right, well, and I guess that kind of brings us forward to the last question that I had, which was what, you know, we've talked touched on it a little bit, but like what stuff are you looking forward to? I mean, we talked previously about the Super Switch, Super Nintendo Switch, as it's, as it's being called, which I, I still don't think anything official has come out about, but there's been leaks and rumors and speculations. And so, you know, you know, what, what do you, what, we kind of touched on this before, but like, what's going to get you to buy a Super Nintendo Switch or what games do you want to see on that Super Nintendo Switch? Like what, or whether it's a flagship or, you know, like what, what would you be looking forward to from a Nintendo point of view or from their next handheld if it's separate from the Switch? Start with, uh, we'll go back down to Van. <clears throat> um, I think just the flagship games in general, a new Mario Kart, because eight's been recycled already, even for the Switch. Right, yeah. that came out on Wii U, I think. I believe you're right. And and so eight, uh, new Mario Party. I know they came out with Mario Party Switch, um, or for the Switch. Uh, I can't remember if that it's one pretty, was recycled or not. I don't I think, think was, so. And it's, it's pretty original. good. I, yeah, it is pretty I've good. Put, I've put a lot of but time into that. Allow true multiplayer mm. from different households because yes. you can't. Like right now, you can only do the mini games multiplayer. Yeah, absolutely. But like yeah. allow the board to be open and play the whole thing like from different yeah. households. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they, they have to let you play multiple people per household too, right? Like, yeah. We, so we, I can have two people here and link up with one mm-hmm. and one. Yes. Or yeah. two and two. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. We actually, but we didn't know you couldn't do that. We bought, uh, my wife and I bought Mario, Mario Kart. Party Switch for my, for her brother because her, her brother and his wife are in we're into it sounded cool and we're like oh this would be so cool like the two of us can play remotely with the two of them and you know we'll have a four person nope eh. can't do it with mario kart so either that didn't happen yeah it's it's silly it's just silly yeah their online stuff is silly in general so that and then lastly um just pokemon give me a new pokemon title which you are doing with with legend arsis or whatever it's called yeah i feel like especially if you're a game like that I would much rather play that on a Super Nintendo Switch, you know, that has a little bit more mm. power because part yeah. of those kind of open world games is seeing the open world is the beauty of the world you're in. And yeah. so I would want it to be. Although Breath of the Wild did it so amazingly still. To be yeah, fair, that's that true. Yeah, yeah, Breath of the Wild is amazing. But like, think of like Horizon Zero Dawn level graphics yeah. and it's Breath of the Wild. Yes. You know, like that's a, I think an example of a game that's open world that just like takes your breath away. But like, then it's Pokemon. <laughs> you know, it's like 4K <laughs> open world, but there's Pokemon running around. That you know? giant robot monster yeah. trying to kill you. Yeah. Even even seeing the Pokemon in that level of detail would be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, like... At what point does it get creepy? At what point yeah, does it just uh, un- yeah. un- Uncanny it? Valley? <laughs> Pokemon. Then it goes from Pokemon to Monster Hunter at that point. Like, like this Pokemon kind of turns me on. I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is too real. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Yes. Like, all of a sudden you see a Blastoise and, like, you can see, like, the scales and everything in this yeah. freaking giant turtle that's coming at you. It's more like, like, a never ending story than Pokemon. That'd be frightening. 
you wear they buy like a nintendo vest and like as like you know charizard shoots fire you all of a sudden it's heating up and you're like this is too real <laughs> get me out of here getting into ready player one territory here <laughs> all right uh what about you shy what what like you all know right. you've said yeah go ahead i got three things one thing I feel like you dropped was like currently announced games that are coming out for the current Switch. I feel like those are worth mentioning, right? So they, oh, absolutely. I, just, I know one. we've talked we talked about right. some of them already. Right. But I may have mentioned others, this. Please. I oh. may have mentioned this. Already. Oh wait, you mean like in this podcast or like or this podcast? Ninja, all right, cool. Ninja there's Gaiden. one that I haven't mentioned. Yeah, there you know. Um, <laughs> the uh, so Shimigami the Shimigami Tensei Three Nocturne remake. I am so pumped, and that's a game that's not been announced for any other platform. I believe that is Nintendo Switch exclusive, and that's a game I, I've, I've mentioned the game in a previous podcast, but like a game I thought I would never be able to play again on a modern console coming out this summer. Do you know? Do you know? Is that is that a is that a like a port or an, a true like remake? No, it's it's a. I think it is a port. Um, okay. I think they did release a patch to the port that like. Uh, you're, you're asking good questions smiley i don't know i think there might be some slight enhancements i don't think there's like major okay, but it's not it's not it's not um, like a trials not, of mana where they completely definitely not trials of mana or final fantasy 7 remake it, okay. if anything it's a remaster and i think it's kind of a limited remaster i'm just excited about being okay. able to play it again sure um, so enough. that that's be first off my list so then second would be you know a game that i think we've all been asking for a game where you could start a lobby and three of us could join and just chat together while we're playing another game, a voice chat game or app, mm. as you might say. I like um, it. Yes. You know, I hope that that will game come in game. the next one. Um, and then finally, I would love to see a Super Mario RPG remake. So in the styles of Trials of Mana, in the styles of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'd love to see what they could do with that game. And like, I don't know, like, I would love to see just a remaster, just a beautiful, like exactly the same game, but just like, maybe like you know like just enhanced but i think it'd be really cool to see what they could do with like a new battle system or like new concepts like mix it up that game is just the story of that game the game itself was just so cool i think they could really do a lot with that they're not quite as good or not quite comparable but if you uh are interested in that the paper mario series is kind of the i know i know but it no, you're right. It, I guess it is. It is the spiritual for, successor. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, like they take they, they basically what happened was, you know, they said they broke their partnership with Square Enix, but that was kind of the spiritual successor. Yeah. Like there, some of those games are pretty good. I've played a, a number of them, and and they're not quite Super Mario RPG. Well, they're live they, action, they, right? Aren't they not no. turn based? Right? No, they're turn based. They, they are. In, in, what? In, in, it depends in some in some cases there there's quite a few of them now and they do have like a, they they retain a lot of those same mechanics that you're kind of the timed hits and the you uh, know like the other the other one is the um the mario and luigi saga games right. which are on the handhelds but like mario and luigi superstar saga is an awesome rpg and it really is it's very reminiscent of mario rpg um you don't get you don't have quite the same cast of characters. You basically play as Mario and Luigi, but they get constantly upgraded and different abilities and their specials. Like it's very much the timed hit and time dodge mechanics, like really on steroids. And it's a solid game. Definitely, definitely worth uh, checking out if you can find a port of it somewhere or however you consume your games. Duly noted. Uh, for myself, oh, did you? That, that was two, right? Did you have a? Th- or that yeah. was three, because yeah. your other one was the chat game. Yeah. The chat game. Um, for my for myself, I'll I'll say I, I think I've made it clear. I'm very excited for the Legend of Mana remake. Um, that was a game I really loved on PlayStation One, and 
Um, I tried to go back and play it recently and like the load times were really painful. It's like, I forgot about PlayStation one load times. So uh, just if they can just streamline it, increase the graphics a little bit, make it look nice and, and make it a little bit more optimized. That's all I'd, I'd need to see from it. If they add any bells and whistles, I think that's great. Um, beyond that, um, you know, they had a really cool game for the GameCube called Super Mario Strikers, which was a soccer game, but it played a little bit more like a hockey game in my experience. Like it was, it was very, it wasn't really soccer. Like it really felt more like hockey than soccer um, because it was very fast paced and it was a lot easier to score. And um, we had a lot of fun with that game and it would be cool to see. They made a, a, a sequel to it that kind of sucked, I guess, and didn't do very well, but they, it seems like they're really, going back and really making some very cool sports games. Uh, like they, they said, the Mario golf was just announced. that looked really cool. They've obviously got Mario tennis, all this different stuff. I'd like to see them either give me a full fledged Mario hockey game or, or revisit super strikers. Cause I think there was some cool ideas there. Blades of steel remastered. <laughs> you know, they released when I bought um, <clears throat> NHL 90, uh, NHL 21. They released like uh, an NHL retro that was basically NHL 93 remastered. Oh, right. I remember play. That. And that was cool. I played that quite a bit. I won a couple Stanley Cups with the Avalanche on that. That was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that. It's the only place it'll happen in 2021. So, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see about that. You better watch out they're coming well, we, we'll, find, we'll find out uh i think that we each have one more game that i was played tonight i think King, uh, how'd you guys do against the wild when i saw you guys are kicking their butt uh we beat them six to oh and six to one in yeah. subsequent games yeah backwards though um yeah well i think avs and golden knights play here uh later this week they have two back-to-back we'll I think settle our bet so the last series not yet this will get us oh, okay. this will get us through six we have eight so but we will see. We will see. All right. Uh, anything, you guys got anything else on Nintendo today? What's Any your favorite final thoughts? Lightning round. Favorite okay. Nintendo controller. Go. Oh, boy. Um, Got to be the Super Nintendo. I think so, too. Super Nintendo. Shy? Uh, Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Ooh. Oh. Pretty okay. nice. Pretty nice controller. Super Nintendo. Wait, I didn't be, even think about that. Super Nintendo would be close second. Super Nintendo controller was just Switch revolution. Pro. I was, thinking, I was thinking Switch. Uh, as in yeah. like the clunky switch but then you're right the, the switch pro controller really nice. yeah just, pro is the ooh, way to go for switch i gotta change my switch pro controller i would even I say game i like the gamecube controller even better yeah, i love the way the game worst controller like, ever made clicked worst. when you push the, the l and r n64 gaming. oh my god n64 was so bad it wasn't as was awesome. bad but it wasn't too bad but gamecube controller yuck throw that dumpster <laughs> so fire that's coming from big hands xbox man uh, xbox one xbox one yeah. controller best controller that's why that's made. why you hate it they're the very opposite ends of the spectrum wait till you play the dual sense <laughs> controller man uh, oh yeah i heard it's big isn't it big yeah yeah well one day we'll see if that ever happens my quest to get a ps5 has continued to be unsuccessful but and if you're listening day. we do tweet out when ps5s become available because we're following other people who have inside mm. scoops on that stuff so follow us on twitter yeah. And uh, our, our host will give you that information. Twitter. Well, sure. what a wonderful segue. Let's get right into that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at Focus Target. We also have a YouTube page, Focus Target Podcast, where this very video will be homed, housed, held. It'll be there. 
whatever it'll be there um we're also on twitch uh twitch.tv backslash focus target podcast and if you'd like to reach out to us directly focus target podcast at gmail.com is the best way to do so so uh thank you all for being here with us for our uh our nintendo power episode season three episode 82 hope to see you next time i'm your host smiley this is shy and i'm ben as always cover us porkins we're out